Welcome or welcome back to Mo's Behind Podcast. If you're new here, my name is Christina and I'm the host of this podcast. And uh, yeah, welcome. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, we're back. It's been a while. I'm hoping that I won't. it won't take me another month to upload a podcast episode. Guys, it won't. I promise you. There will be many more episodes that will be more consistent and... <laughs> Yeah, it's just this month was a lot for me personally. And so I just needed some time um, to myself and just seeing what God wants me to share. But through this, throughout this month, I was thinking of doing like something new. And I feel like this episode is going to bring something new. Anyways, this is episode 11. So I want to start a series on here or like a segment on here called What Does the Bible Say? And so I feel like for us as believers, right, this is a podcast that will help you, right, help me, help us to really, you know, um, grow in our relationship with Christ, right, and grow deeper with him in our daily basis. And so I think that's important that we stick to the word of God, right, and also pray as well. But I want us to have a habit or like focus us on really going to the word of Christ first when it comes to wisdom, advice, or need knowledge or something, right? If we're going through a particular season in our life and you need something to really like look at, um, well, know actually or like, you know, be able to have a knowledge about, or if you're struggling with something, what, you know, what God says about it. Um, so I think this will help you to get in a habit to go to the Bible first, read the scriptures, read what God says, right? Cause it's truth. It brings light. It brings wisdom. It's the word of God. Right. And so, you know, I, you know, sometimes in the past will like go to my parents or go to friends or go to, people at church you know my mentors or the pastor and it's good you know it's fine you know you should go to people around you who you know who are spiritually helping you in your walk with Christ or who wants the best for you and supporting you and taking their advice is important right God do God does bring people in our path for a reason but I think it's important that we go to the word of God first and then bring it up to prayer. And then if you need more advice, definitely go to people around you. You think will help you in any, you know, in your particular season right now in your life. So, you know, I think it's important that we see what does the Bible say maybe about a particular topic that's been on your mind for a while. Like if it's marriage, if it's ministry, if it's the church, if it's um, a topic on jealousy, uh literally anything and so I think it's important that we you know go to him first and he wants us he wants to see that our he wants to see his sons and daughters excuse me going to him first so in this episode I'm going to really particular talk about you know a word that's been popping my mind for a while actually and I'm like okay God I think this is it you know something I myself God is teaching me of and people around me like it's amazing and so we're going to talk about what does the Bible say about humility and I think this is important because this is actually a must we must be humble this is something as believers of Christ when we are part of the kingdom of God we must have a heart or two of being humble of humility and it's very important that we do this in 
as a lifestyle, do this for the rest of our lives. So we're going to look at some scriptures as we should, right? And then we're going to look through, uh, you know, who model, who's a great model for that and how it was shown in their walk of how they've been humble. And then I'm going to show you even like when we actually, you know, maybe you never thought of this or whatever, but when we came to Christ, right? And we, you know, ask God for forgiveness and ask God to come to our heart and accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, right? We, we knew that we needed salvation. We knew that we were, you know, that we couldn't continue to live the life without God, right? We knew we needed to forgive for our sins and we were living in a world or we will we fall short right and we need a christ so that's already shown that when we enter to the kingdom of god that first day you know when you you know your life was changed forever already you were already showing a heart of attitude of showing humility you humble yourself before him you surrender your life to god and so we need to continue to do that you know and, you know, that's not just a one-time thing. We need to have that. That's an attitude. It should be part of us to be humble. And so humility in the Bible is described as meekness, loneliness, and the absence of self. And the Greek word translated humility in Colossians 3.12, it literally means loneliness of mind. So we see that humility is a heart attitude, right? So one may put an outward show of humility, but still may be have a heart full of pride. And that is not that is not what we want, right? We want to be prideful because that would kind of separate us from our relationship with God. And when we walk with Christ, we need to be humble and throughout lives, right? And so in Proverbs 22, 4, it says the reward for humility and the fear of God. So for those who walk in humbleness and for those who fear God and reverence him and have the fear of the Lord is riches, honor, and life. And we should be able to walk and continue to live a life full of riches, honor, and life. I believe there should be growth, right? We should get to have, you know, there should be always something better that we should be looking for, you know, whether... As the blessings or testimonies or miracles that he has, signs and wonders that he has done in our life. There should be always something in our life that has been changed, that has been a turnaround, you know, healing or, you know, God has provided you, you know, when you didn't have anything. So, and then the and then Proverbs 11 too says, when pride comes, there comes disgrace. But with the humble is wisdom. And we ask God, Lord, humble, like, I need wisdom, I need wisdom, I need wisdom. There you have to really humble yourself. You have to humble, you have to humble yourself. Not only does humble consist of trusting God and following his will, but furthermore, fearing the consequence of neglecting his commands for truth, love, mercy, and beyond. Humility is recognizing the magnificent power of God. And 1 Peter 5, 6 says, humble yourself. It's a command, it's a must, it's necessary Amen. That we must humble ourselves. Therefore, the mighty hand of God, so that as the proper time, he may exalt you. Amen. So therefore, we are called upon. There's a calling upon us to be humble. We're called upon to be humble followers of Christ and trust in his wisdom and salvation of God. 
true humility is seeing ourselves as we truly are fallen in sin and helpless without God. That's what I was saying before. You know, you have to recognize, you have to recognize, you have to confess, Lord, I am an imperfect being. You have to acknowledge we are nothing without him. I am nothing without him. I won't be right here where I am if it wasn't for God. That's why every day we need to really humble ourselves again. Thank God for what he has given us. Thank God for the position that he has put us in, right? Because it's not ourselves, it's not our plans, it's his plans are greater than ours. So we need to have that attitude and that mindset. Um and we recognize, right, our lack of merit and then when Jesus offers the grace and the mercy of God, he accept we accept it in a humble gratitude and commit our lives to him and to others. We what die to self so that we can live as new creations in Christ. The life we live now, we live by faith in the Son of God who loved us and gave himself for us. That is true humility. And so I'm going to share a passage that really involves Christ and Jesus. Because one of the greatest model is Jesus. He really modeled humility. When, right, John 3.16 says God sent his son, right, he saved the world, he forgiven our sins he died on the cross right he resurrected right but he came back to life amen but when he was here on earth he really showed humility and he was teaching that to his disciples his followers right which is we are now we are his followers and so his 12 disciples had to walk in that if you're walking with me you have to walk in humility that's what he was saying and so he was here and you know it's amazing because you would think but he's a king of kings and people have seen that people know they exalted him you know they exalted him they honored him people served him in the passages when he would come to people's houses people would serve him you know like he is the king but he still walked in humility that wasn't his priority to be served, but to serve others. Amen. And so I'm going to talk about that in a passage. If you could go to your Bibles in the New Testament, um, chapter 20. And you could go and start reading it. I'm going to start reading it actually from 17, verse 17 or 16, all the way to 29. And so here, it really showed that. Jesus is our model, right? Just as he did not come to be served, but to serve. So we we must commit ourselves to serving others, considering their interests above our own. So I'm going to give you a little summary of what's taking place here. So Jesus is, um right now, he he's teaching about the status in the kingdom, right? to his 12 disciples and he's you know telling him behold we're going to Jerusalem and the son of man will be betrayed all right so he's teaching them about the kingdom right and reveals the fate waiting for him at Jerusalem now if we go to all the way to verse 20 the mother of James and John right asked asked Jesus for a place of special status for her sons right as a mother she wants the best for her sons right so she's coming in and asking you know, he he said, what do you wish for? And she said to him, grant that these two sons of mine may sit 
on one on your right hand and the other on the left in your kingdom, right? So then Jesus answers them and says, answers James and John and says, when you ask for a place of status, do you know what you ask for? And he says here, um, do you know, do you know what you ask for? Are you able to drink the cup I am a, I, I am about to drink and be baptized with the baptism that I am baptized with? They said to him, we are able. So he said to them, you will indeed drink my cup and be baptized with the baptism that I'm baptized with. But to sit on my right hand and my left hand is not mine to give. What is, wait, what, what is Jesus saying there? He's like, that's not my job to give. I have to submit to my father <laughs> already there Jesus himself knowing that he's the king of kings and the lord of lords he still submitted to his father he said but it is for those whom it is prepared by my father <laughs> that's really deep that's really deep what he was saying there Jesus here shown remarkable submission to his father he would not even claim the right to choose how his servants were rewarded but yield that to his father <laughs> amen so then the, the um they were greatly displeased the other 10 disciples mystically thought that a unique honor that just had been bestowed on James and John. They did not know that Jesus could have made the same promise of suffering to come to any of them. Okay. So then we continue. Um, I think in verse 20. I'm going to read it. Uh, 26 to 27. So basically, I just want you to understand that here. Biblical humility is not only necessary to enter to the kingdom. But it's also necessary to be great in the kingdom. Amen. And so here in this passage, we see how Jesus here has shown remarkable submission to his father. And he's saying basically how real ministry is done for the benefit of those ministered to, not for the benefit of the minister. Many people are in ministry for what they can receive from the people instead of for what they can give. So we need to have that mindset. I'm here to give. I'm here to serve. I'm humble myself. Yeah, I may have that credential. I may have, you know, the... I may, I may be qualified ready. I already did that class or I have the credits for that or I have the skill set. But where God places you in your position that you at, right? Always be humble. Always be humble and be servant. Be a servant. For example, right? Let's talk about in a church, right? Because that's a great place to serve, right? You could serve outside the church as well. But let's say you went to school. You went to school for teaching right and you start in a church and you love teaching kids right but this the the pastor or the leader say mm, I want you to be an usher here right those are you greet people who come in you know you play you tell them where to sit you know you have to greet them make sure they're okay you know tell them about the church if they're newcomers whatever you know you have to bring order but then you're like I really want to teach the kids. I, I I went to school for this. Like, I know how to teach. You know, I know the Bible. Like, I went to Bible school. Mm, you have to be submissive. And you have to really be obedient to the pastor. Because maybe the pastor is trying to see 
if you could even do the simple thing of greeting others, of having a great attitude, of having a smile on your face, or being able to help when there's a need, and, you know, showing, you know, a, what it is to be a great servant. And then later, maybe that pastor will give you that position for you to be a teacher. But it doesn't matter what position we are given. From What I'm trying to say here for that example is we need to be humble. We need to serve others. It's not for us to get the recognition. Oh, wow, I'm the best, you know, Sunday school teacher. No, that's not the point. That's not the point. It's for others to be served and to see that they love coming into the church. They see, wow, they're coming again. And maybe they're even coming back because you told them something, you know. So we need to really humble ourselves and what we do in the kingdom of God, what we do in ministry, in every area of life, even in our workplace, even if, you know, we're working with people in our nine to five job or whatever, we need to really humble ourselves because it's so important because God favors that. He sees that, you know, and so that's why I really wanted to show how this passage really shows how Jesus himself is a model for us. You know, in Luke twenty two forty two, it says, Father, if you're willing, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Jesus is saying, saying, Lord, Father, my, 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 my father, please take the cup. It's your will, not mine. That is humility. Jesus lived a life of humility, maintaining a low rank of society. He lived as a servant, a carpenter by trade. In his ministry, he urged followers to live as he did. One key lesson we're following God. In this verse from Luke, we could see a submission to God's will. This is a reminder that through that though we may desire one thing, God could have other plans. The humble person will submit to God's plans just like Jesus did. Amen. So the verse, the passage I share with you in Matthew and then the verses in Luke, Luke 22, 42. Right now, I'm actually going to read Matthew, um, though I did earlier. Okay, Matthew 20, 26 to 27. Maybe I did. Those two passages, basically what I'm trying to show you here is that this is really showing how God, Jesus Christ, is our model of he being humbled. All right. Okay. So 20. Guys, hear the pages. Okay. It says here, It shall not be so among you, but whoever will be great among you must be your servant. And whoever will be first among you must be your slave. Amen. So there he's talking about the greatness and serving. And so in his humility, he always was obedient to the father. And so should the humble Christian, which is us, be willing to put aside all selfishness and submit in obedience to God in his word. True humility produces godliness, contentment and security. Amen. So I, I, I really want to, you know, share with you guys this because this is so important in our walk with Christ. Once you have this, this is let's 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 put aside. Let's put aside. Let's put aside the love, joy, peace, patience, kindness. Yes, we should have those. Those are fruits, you know, fruit of the spirit. But being humble is so important. If you want wisdom in your life, if you want to gain riches and glory, honor, be humble. Be humble. 
the importance of humility is directly related to the deadly consequences of pride. Pride separates us from God as we do not acknowledge and appreciate the eternal sovereignty of our Lord. Therefore, humility is important. And the deep gratitude we hold in improperly recognizing God's divine and love for us. Humility importance is also found recognizing our flawed nature as humans, right? That that's when we, you know, recognize, Lord, I have done wrong. Like forgive me for my sins, right? That should be our first prayer. Our first prayer. Not Lord, I need this. Lord, give me this job and this position. Lord, no. Our first prayer should be thanking him, asking for mercy and grace over our lives and forgiveness of sin. Being a Christian does not mean our own wants and needs are unimportant. Right? They're not. If you have some needs, if you have some wants, don't worry. Give it to God. Those are not, you know, it's not. I'm not saying it's not important. But what I'm saying here, being a Christian does mean we have an obligation to follow Christ, to follow God. We live not to serve ourselves, but to serve him and to serve other according to his wishes. Wishes. Humility keeps Christians from walking their own path, from living life that they see fit instead of God. Humility helps Christians ensure that they are putting others first not just themselves. If we live accordingly according to our own desires, what we need will what what need will a Christian have for others. By seeking humility, we acknowledge who God is and his authority over our lives. Amen. When God calls you higher you go, blessing in ministry and financing your relationships and ministry and career. Amen. The glory, the glory, you need to be humble. You still are nothing without Jesus. Don't turn away from the teachings of God. Don't. Be humble. Go to God. Say, Lord, I give my needs, I give my wants, I give my desires to you. You take them. But if you have something better for me, I take that in the name of Jesus, right? So I really pray that you will have a maybe a better understanding of what is being humble and humility. Why is it important as a believer of Christ to have that? Why as a church, bodies, the members of church, we need to be humble. Just because someone goes on the altar and worships, does that mean that, you know, they're better than anyone? No. No, God has placed them there. God has positioned them there. But remember, they are there because of God, not because of themselves and they're serving others. So be humble. Humble yourself. Go to the Father. Submit yourself to him. Go to Jesus and walk a life that, I'm sorry, but I'll say it again. His plans are better than mine. You know, you could have a plan, you could have a to-do list, you could have a five-year plan, that's important, right? And I'm not saying that's not important. You should have that. You should have goals for yourself. But go to him first. Say, God, what are the goals for my life? What are the plans for my life this year, for this season of my life, for this next five you know, years, for this next six months of my life? Go to him first and because you're honoring him and he sees that. He, he really takes heed to that you know so 
I hope you're blessed by this. I hope you're encouraged. I hope you now have a better understanding of why it's important to be humble in the body of Christ and what the Bible says about it. Um, uh, and how Jesus is a great model, you know, and there's many more passages, many more examples. That's another great thing about the Bible is like, it doesn't provide us just one example. There's so many evidence and so many passages in the Bible that really shows how humility is evident and, and I walk with Christ. It's a must. It, it, it should be a habit. It should be something we desire ourselves to have that that attitude of Christ you know that heart attitude amen so I'm really excited for the next few episodes and about this series because this is really exciting I don't know this gets me really going and um you know if there's any again any topics you guys have in mind please let me know but I want to end this but before I do I want to you know end with prayer and you know, just a simple prayer. God, humble myself. God, help me. Help me to be humble. Help me. Help me, Lord. Help me. I need you. I need you. Just a simple prayer. If you know what to pray at times, just say, Lord, I need you. I cannot continue my life without you. Help me to submit to you. Help me to do your plans. Help me to be obedient to you and your word. Help me, Lord. I give my plans to you. Help me to have a heart, a, a character of humility on the inward and on the outside, Lord. Help me not to be prideful, Lord. Lord, when it comes, Lord Jesus, that I will see and I will break it off and rebuke it in the name of Jesus. Because again, I don't want to be separated from you. I want to be closer with you. So how can I be closer with you? How can I be great in the kingdom? Is to be humble, to walk in humility. <laughs> in Jesus' name, amen. Sometimes I feel like the way I'm saying is kind of weird, but I don't know. I really wanted to press through with this episode because the enemy he cannot ooh he cannot he cannot he can't stop me he cannot stop me and so um amen we're here and we're blessed amen and we give God all the glory and again if you have any prayer requests as well if you want to pray for or we could pray for as well if you want me to even share you know your you know, prayer requests on the episode, you know, I won't say your name. I think that would be a blessing so we could share and just pray for one another because his power in prayer, when two and three are gathered in his name, there is power in prayer. And then knowing that someone is praying for you is so important. So I, I'm praying for you guys and I hope you be blessed for the rest of the week and I'll see you. And hopefully you hear me next week and not a month from now. <laughs> I love you guys. Bye.